1: Welcome to the Pirates of the Caribbean Minute, a daily podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and plunder the Pirates of the Caribbean films one blimey minute at a time. I'm Scott Artis from scottartis.com.
0: And from the theblackpearlminute.com, I'm Heather Artis.
1: You can't switch it up all of a sudden. What the hell is going on there? Thanks for joining us for a Minute 93 of the Curse of the Black Pearl. Because you did that, people are going to be completely lost. They're all, is this, what, what is this? Is this Pirates of the Caribbean Minute? Is it Black Pearl? What, what is going on here? They're all going to be confused.
0: I just wanted to confuse Especially you. Especially since
1: everybody's minds are now on Dead Men Tell No Tales and the countdown has begun. Yes. You just confused everybody. So, of course, that also means pirate news is all over the place. And I caught this Variety article in which they were talking with Jerry Bruckheimer about the upcoming film, as well as, say, potential for a number six in the series. He wasn't quite as blatant as what Brenton Thwaites said regarding Disney locking him up for five through ten, but Bruckheimer is quoted as saying, if, and that's the people, show up for this one, and Johnny wants to do another one, and Disney wants to write a check, we'll be there. Well, I think like we've been saying all along, if Pirates of the Caribbean 5 performs at box office and makes a ton of money, then Disney will want to make sequels six or ten they will want to write some checks and they'll want to bring everybody back or at least start the process of transitioning to a next generation
0: they want to write us checks too
1: well i hope so for sure boy that'd be nice i mean they (laughs) aren't going to say no to a cash generating franchise just like i'm not going to say no to checks coming from disney so disney feel free to send those on over i won't be offended plus also, I mean, this ties into one of the most popular rides. It actually spans five theme parks. So they just don't say no to money. You don't think? No, it's like printing money. So if it does well, they're going to keep doing it. So if people turn out and see the movie, more will follow. That's the rule. And that's all the introduction I got. So I'm just ready to go to the minute. You all right with that? I'm all good. In the previous minute, Elizabeth Swan, believing Will Turner is a eunuch and has died in the explosion of the HMS Interceptor simply realizing that the loss of her finally found soulmate means she may be in fact be betrothed to the slightly stiff and most definitely proper Commodore Norrington. She decides it's prudent to immediately turn her attention to an equally good catch, or better yet, bycatch, to prevent the formal naval nuptials, a handful of cursed crew members. Oh, those handsy pirates, 18th century scallywags will be scallywags. Meanwhile, Jack's father's brother's nephew's cousin's former roommate, and now replaced love of Miss Swan's life, makes a heroic return to the Pearl and drops the bloody bomb that he is the offspring of one bootstrap Bill Turner. Minute 93 begins with Will standing on the Pearl's rail, holding a flintlock pistol under his chin. Rigetti jumps in. It's a spitting image of bootstrap Bill! (laughs) Wait, I messed that up. Rigetti jumps in. (laughs) Can't get the voice down now. Rigetti jumps in. It's a spitting image of old bootstrap Bill. Come back to haunt us. Damn it. I You're got a southern thing know. now. I can't even get it. I was doing it the other day. I had it. Damn it to hell. <laughs> My Reggetti impersonation is just done for. You're Damn You're not it. squeaky enough. And what How happened? did you get a southern accent there? It turns southern. I'm a southern pirate now. <laughs> what the hell? It's like I lost it. You heard it. It was there the other night. We were watching it. I'm like nailing it. And now... No, I'm just on the air doing some southern pirate. Boy, that. Brigetti, he's a gentleman. <laughs> Quite the gentleman pirate. Oh, damn it, to hell. Now I lost it. There it goes. Will ignores the outburst and continues, because I'm just going to move along and pretend that never happened. On my word, do as I say, or I will pull this trigger and be lost to Davy Jones's locker. The minute ends with Will yelling, Barbosa, you lying bastard. You swore she'd go free. Don't dare impugn my honor, boy, Barbosa says. I agree she'd go free. But it was you who failed to dot, dot, dot. I must say I'm a little disappointed in myself that I completely forgot how to talk like Rigetti. I should have played it one more time before coming in and doing the recording because now I just came off as some southern gentleman (laughs) pirate. Boy, Rigetti is just a dapper young pirate, isn't he? (laughs) That poor soul. He lost his eye. Hope we can get him a replacement for that. Get that guy some sweet tea. While you're at it. Damn it. I lost it. I can't believe that. Just in and out, you know? Yep. Oh, well. Good job. Barbosa. you lying bastard. I was going to start with things in an organized way, but...
0: You're going to just jump to the end. Yeah,
1: but how can I pass up saying Barbosa is a lying (laughs) bastard? By the code of the pirate brethren, if someone yells out to you or to anyone or in any movie, lying bastard, you have to begin the breakdown with it. And so there you are.
0: Okay. Not only that,
1: I'm really distraught now that I can't do my Raggetti impersonation it's of his really squeaky sad. voice. I know, I'm so pissed. Okay, so here we are. So who's the big star of this minute? Not regetti in his squeaky damn voice. I knew I should have practiced. Hey, I asked you a question, Heather. Yes. Who's the big star of the minute?
0: <laughs> Barbosa.
1: Okay, more specifically.
0: The lying bastard?
1: Barbosa's teeth. Oh. At the end of the minute, that shot was meant for a
0: oh, a God. grimy
1: headshot of Barbosa's teeth.
0: Yeah. All I
1: can say is yikes. <laughs> yeah. Jinxies.
0: <laughs> they, they were t- disgusting.
1: This guy needs to take all the gold that is in Isla de Muerta and just and trade it for a single yeah. toothbrush and a nice fresh tube of Crest. Yeah. Get that guy some toothpaste and a toothbrush for God's sakes. Mm.
0: Those suckers gotta hurt, right? Hurt. Yeah, they gotta be painful being that nasty.
1: He can't. Oh, he can't feel pain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Beyond the teeth, though, once again, Barbosa really is this trickster. Everybody out there must
0: really think we're stuck on
1: teeth. Come on. They give a full shot. They were meant to see those teeth. (laughs) You were meant to see it. That was part of it. Just like his crazy eyes, his crazy scurvy ridden eyes. In this shot, they really do a close up with him smiling and doing that smirk so you can see full on his teeth. There's no doubt about that the star of that particular minute was Barbosa's teeth. So I should do a golf clap for that. He wants
0: to give you a big old kiss. No.
1: The golf clap goes to the makeup and art, uh, well, the makeup, yeah, to actually put that Get his together teeth and pull that like together. That? Yeah, that was just that was just priceless there. And as I was saying before, Heather I interrupted to go back to the teeth thing. Barbosa really is the trickster that strikes again. And Elizabeth is not gagged, right? I mean, is Elizabeth gagged? Is she able to speak? Yeah. in this Thing. Okay. So this is my problem. Not that I'm picking on the movie or have a problem, because I do have some bones to pick with Elizabeth right here. What the hell is with Elizabeth? You went down this road before with Barbosa, and everything went to sh- ah. shite. We'll just say so. When Will starts down the same path of negotiating in- with Barbosa, yeah, speak the hell up, Elizabeth. Right? We all know you're a strong, strategic thinking, club hauling woman. Yell out to Will that he needs to shut up and think very carefully about his terms with this guy. This guy Barbosa is a djinn, a tricky genie. He will twist the hell out of your words if you don't nail that stuff down. Like you were yesterday, lauriering up. Will Turner needs to say, just a second. We need to get ourselves a barrister over here.
0: Jack was trying to get himself in that deal, but he was trying to, in a way, but he wasn't saying anything. He was just pointing to himself.
1: Maybe they weren't going to let anybody else speak. Maybe. But really, Barbosa? You're telling me, well, before I go there, you're right. So, yeah, Jack is trying to get some of his stuff. He's not really speaking up. He's trying to signal it. But Elizabeth could have been doing some hand motions or something to signal this guy for Will to say, as part of one of my terms, I'm going to go speak to Elizabeth real quick. And she could have warned him or something. Yeah. Somebody needs to warn this guy. You don't make deals with this guy without having something nailed down so technical that he can't break it. Barbosa's leading him into a trap. Yeah. On purpose.
0: Well, that's what Barbosa that does. That lying bastard.
1: I mean, really, which is actually hilarious when Will is asked to name his terms and the first one Will then asks for is Elizabeth goes free. And then Barbosa responds like, yeah, we know that one. Really, Barbosa? Really? You're telling me that you wouldn't have tricked your way out of that one since he failed to name it officially when you asked for terms? So I have yeah. to give props to Will for actually saying that yeah. again because it may not have gone that way. Are both of that line tricky He's a scamster. Yes. A little con man there. And then there's the... Well, bad move, Will. So, good will... Not good will. Good move, Will, for naming Elizabeth in the official terms. Then the bad move. I mean, Sparrow is pleading for the pearl as part of his terms. He's just, like, trying to say, like, hey, don't forget me. Try and make a deal about the pearl. Let's get specifics here, boy. But no, Will opts for the very precise... Open to interpretation, so I guess it can't be precise. The crew are not to be harmed. Are you kidding me, Will? <laughs> Who are you dealing with here? Elizabeth should have stepped up. Wait, don't. Don't end it there. And then we get the nice tiny, well, we get the nice headshot of Barbosa and Agreed. his teeth. Agreed. yeah. And you know right there, boy, that evilness just seeped right into yeah.
0: that. He's, oh yeah.
1: I just got this guy on uh-huh. the, this was so easy. This is child's play. Yep. The problem is, too, is that that is so open for anything for the crew—they're not to be harmed. That could simply mean that they are now cursed, if you will, because the idiot will to simply have to stay aboard the Pearl as press-gang pirates under the service of Barbosa forever, right? As long as they're not harmed. Hey, seriously, Will. Next time, you negotiate like a real person here. Yeah. That tricky. tricky... to do a
0: genie, basically. You gotta... Yeah, you can't
1: trust those guys. Nope. Got to nail it down, Elizabeth. I put this all on you. Obviously, because Elizabeth is now on the plank and about to be marooned on the island, Will can really thank himself. He can pat himself on the back for some good negotiation right there. But I do have to say that this is really on Elizabeth's head. The fool me once mantra strikes again. And yes, this time Elizabeth is the shame on her because it's the second time she's been tricked by Barbosa. Yep. She shouldn't have let that happen. Nope. I do really like the idea that Barbosa's is defending his honor with the accusation that he's not honoring the terms of the agreement. Don't impugn my honor, boy. I don't know if he says boy there. He he? does. Okay, there you go. So I know what I'm talking about. You do. And I'm doing exactly what I said I would do. He really is a tricky guy there.
0: That he is.
1: But I do like that he actually steps up kind of with the character thing and is really concerned about his honor. and Making sure that I am following exactly what I said. You just should have been more specific. You naive little dude.
0: Yeah. You just failed to. (laughs) As he's laughing at him.
1: Yeah. Man. That's brutal.
0: Elizabeth's walking this plank, you have all the pirates standing behind her yelling and they all draw their swords on her. Why do they want her to jump off this plank so bad? What is it with her? Is it because they're upset about the curse?
1: They're angry. Well, first they're angry pirates. Okay, here's what happened. Here this is a good actually good point of discussion. Barbosa promised them. For a good time, call Elizabeth Swan (laughs) in the previous minute. Remember that? Yes. You got to return the favor. You lied to us. How dare you lie to us? We're the cursed crew. We're the ones who do the lion. Don't you remember? I'm the lion bastard. Anyways, he promised her to the crew. Going to return the favor. They can't satisfy their lust. She's in for a hell of a long time. These guys... Yeah, that's not good. That's some real skeleton pirate action going on there. We don't even want to think about it. I said it yesterday. Gave me the full body shivers. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Now, Will Turner comes on board. Now they go, okay, we got the key that we need to the curse. So we're all jazzed about that and we're excited. Yeah. So that's part of the excitement. The other part is, damn it. Now part of the terms that Barbosa has agreed to, when we're gonna actually, think about this. We're gonna actually get... The curse lifted. We could have had a lady on board, but no. <laughs> we got to get rid of her. We're gonna have the curse done. We have all this. We'll just say pent up energy. There's a lady on board. Now they got to wait all the way to Tortuga. Okay. Guys will be sweating it out. They'll be. Where's that Will Smith blacksmith shop? Where's that blacksmith shop? And
0: what are they gonna do at the blacksmith shop?
1: They're going to hammer their ingots. Oh, no. Didn't we go over this the whole time with Will (laughs) and his frustration? We explained all of it. Why he's in there at night. Okay, I know some listeners have said exactly why they actually worked at night. But I just like to go with my own theory on this. (laughs) Because he was really, he was frustrated. We'll just say that.
0: (laughs) Now, all these pirates are frustrated. Exactly. I do have a uh, bit of information about walking the plank.
1: Wow! Do you? Okay, yeah, good.
0: You know, walking the plank. Since We're gonna
1: just leave the. We're gonna leave that whole discussion. Like, nah, maybe we should, went too far with yeah, that. Yeah, we're
0: gonna we're gonna push that away. and We're Walk gonna the go plank. to actual real okay. real stuff here. Walking the plank wasn't a. a... I'm
1: sorry, actually, just a butt in. I'm I'm really sorry to the listeners that Heather just brings the show to this level sometimes where I really keep it a top notch production and then heather brings it down you're to, talking
0: about the blacksmith shop how dare not you. me i
1: just was explaining to the audience how you brought us down to this other you level did anyways it. walking the plank i i think we should probably move to something on walking the plank do you have anything on walking the plank that we could move to <laughs> why well, i, I do okay. actually
0: did it? walking the plank wasn't a thing and that was done but a couple times in real life Oh, really? Yeah, it's not something that would actually, that pirates normally did. Yeah,
1: actually, I think I remember reading something about that in the Bennerson Little book about, or maybe it wasn't there. I don't know. I'd have to look again my source, but yeah, it wasn't quite a thing.
0: It's only actually happened a couple times. And they say probably because, um, only recorded a couple times that it actually happened. They said it was probably because it was a long process. You have to actually set up the plank. And in the process of doing this, you could actually end up fighting and losing lives rather than just get rid of that one. It's easier to just either stab them or shoot them or something. Or just flat out just throw them over. That's what I was gonna say,
1: why make them go out there to do that when anything could happen, as opposed to, hey buddy, you're going into the ocean and now we just tossed you over the side. Right. A whole lot easier. Billy, bring out the giant plank board. But Captain, it's so damn heavy. (laughs) Quit your whine and bring out the plank. You know,
0: yeah. yeah, they normally just toss them overside if they just want to get rid of them. But they did. It did say that it's a kind of possibility that they may have had them walk the plank so that they couldn't get charged with throwing them over. Basically.
1: Oh seriously.
0: But the pirates, be, though. Yeah, the, 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 that was kind of an that? iffy thing because they're pirates anyways, and so they would. Aren't allowed anyway. They would get in trouble. They'd be hung yeah. for being pirate. Yeah, exactly. So it's not, it's like, not like they're in yeah, court going. So
1: well, you murdered somebody. You raped and you pillaged. Oh well, you know eh, we'll let it slide. you off the hook. Wait, wait, wait a second. What's this? New evidence? You made you threw somebody overboard. How dare you, sir?
0: Yeah, to the so,
1: gallows for you. Oh no, no, we made him walk the plank. Oh no, he he walked off on the plank at sword point on his own volition. Yeah. Well, yes, he did. Oh. <laughs> Go free, sir. Right? Have some fun out there.
0: Yeah, so I, th- I just wanted to bring that up. The because pirate I thought,
1: technicality. That's awesome. I, I
0: thought that was kind of an interesting little Of all the laws they little break, little the one that
1: they cannot break by pirate code of the brethren, is you can't throw anybody overboard. Yeah. So then they made them walk the plank. Yeah. Maybe it was a pirate thing. Because the pirate code, you didn't kill any other pirates. Yeah. Couldn't technically do harm or you shouldn't do harm. That if they walked the plank, it was getting out you of the weren't. pirate code of brethren <laughs> by making them walk the plank. Uh, he just walked right off the ship into the ocean poor lad
0: <laughs> but they said they would do you know of course throw them overboard or to torture them they'd actually drag them with, under the, oh, yeah. the under the ship and yeah, back and forth brutal. until saw, they actually kill them
1: Well if you really want to see a brutal oh, demonstration yeah. of that whole action of going under the ship, watch black sails and they do that to Blackbeard yeah. and It is brutal yeah if you if you want to get talk about full body shivers yeah. If you want your entire body to hurt, is being drug under the ship or dragged under the ship. And
0: every time he came up alive, they would be shocked.
1: Exactly. Well, you have to imagine all these barnacles and crustaceans that are on there. It is not a smooth experience. So you're being dragged and rubbed against the nastiness that's on that hull. And it is some sharp, it's like sharp rocks basically going across that. And it does not mesh well with skin.
0: Yeah. So, Walking the Plank is not such a real life thing, but more of a swashbuckling movie Yeah, so we'll just
1: add that to another list of things that they didn't really do. But we need to have it because this is a pirate movie, not a pirate documentary. Correct. Gotcha. All right. Yep. We get what I believe is the second drop of Davy Jones' locker comment in the movie thus far. And I can't remember where the other one was, but I, for some reason I swear, and I only say this because I believe we did talk briefly about yeah. it or mention it maybe somewhere in an earlier episode. Oh, man. And then I think we even said something like we would kind of defer a big discussion on Davy Jones' Locker because it pops up again in Dead Man's Chest. Yeah. It rings a bell. Yeah, it does. And I really wish I had the... Wikia up so I could have just found it really quickly and decided where we talk about it Yeah, but I still don't I got to get that finished up so we can have a record of the episode Not necessarily for everybody out there But so we know what the hell's going on when we're referencing our own episodes in the past And then we can say yeah, you really did talk about that So for us here not necessarily the sequel dead man's chest We'll just kind of gloss over some of that because it does drop the david jones locker I felt obligated to bring it up and I know we didn't go over some of this stuff here Okay. Will is referring to the bottom of the sea. This mythical resting place of drowned mariners is basically what he's talking about there. Nothing supernatural about it. It's just, this is what it is. Unlike maybe what we do see in the sequel. But Davy Jones is technically kind of the evil spirit of the sea. And there are various possible attempts to explain the name by associating it with someone of a similar name. So what I found is that Jones may be a corruption of the name of a biblical seaman, Jonah. Jonah denoted bad luck onto seamen, so maybe that's where it came from. Huh. There's also the idea that Davy Jones was a 16th century pub owner who imprisoned drunken sailors. Drunken sailors that maybe came to his bar or yeah. whatever, Imprisoned them in a locker and pressgang them to serve on ships. Huh. So that little Davy Jones pub master or wow. pub owner, quite the guy he was. Yeah. Or the name comes from the patron saint of sailors, Saint David. Unfortunately, none of these are really supported by any, say, hard evidence. So you can't really tie them any of those say names directly to it. It's kind of just out there as potential stuff, but nothing really this, this is where it came from. But the first source of the use of the name comes from Tobias Smollett's the adventures of Peregrine pickle in 1751. And in that it states by the Lord, Jack, you may say what you will, but I'll be damned if I was not Davy Jones himself. I know him by his saucer eyes, his three rows of teeth, his horns and tail and the blue smoke that came out of his nostrils. What does the Blackguard Hell's Baby want with me? I'm sure I never committed murder, except in the way of my profession, nor wronged any man whatsoever, since I first went to sea. Davy Jones, first appearance, 1751. The same Davy Jones, according to the mythology of sailors, is the fiend that presides over all the evil spirits of the deep, and is often seen in various shapes, perching among the rigging on the eve of hurricanes, shipwrecks, and other disasters, to which seafaring life is exposed, warning the devoted wretch of death and woe. But the first source that mentions actually Jones's locker is in the 1803 Naval Chronicle, seamen would have met a watery grave or to use a seaman's phrase, gone to Davy Jones's locker. So there you go with Davy Jones. That's Very kind of what I have there. So that's all I have. And now sending someone to Davy Jones's locker, I thought what better way to end a bastard of an episode than Essentially, I'll send you to the deep. Visit Davy Jones's locker. So that's what I got.
0: You're gonna send me to the deep?
1: I don't know. I'm. St- I don't. Know. I was really talking just about anybody. It was just. Uh, I'm gonna send someone to Davy Jones's locker. You read into that what you will.
0: You, I'm you not just gonna said deny you're it. You're gonna send me to the deep.
1: You're right. I could have been talking to the audience, but I think, wink, wink, nod. You were nod, looking at me. We all know who I was really talking well, about. that's Okay, a bit ridiculous. So I'm gonna send you to the deep. Then I, think I guess. Think you'd miss me a little. I don't know. The dogs would. That's probably true. So I say we just wrap it up, and then we'll come back again, maybe. Okay, we'll be back tomorrow with minute ninety-four: of The Curse of the Black Pearl on the Pirates of the Caribbean. Minute. Until then, let's keep the horns swoggling to a minimum.
0: Arr!
1: I send you to the deep, Heather. No surprise to find you in the tavern with a tankard full of rum in your hand. <laughs> what was that for?
0: You said you were going to meet me at the Pirates of the Caribbean Minute Cursed Listeners Crew Facebook group hours ago. I was? Mother's love! Why'd you slap me again? That's for not reminding people how to contact us. Get to it, you filthy bilge rat.
1: Man, I obviously get no respect around here. So, Scallywags, thanks for listening. If you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. It helps us out, and we greatly appreciate it. Have a question or comment? Give us a call at 8637-PIRATE. We just might play your voicemail on the show. You can also give us a shout at podcast at blackpearlminute.com. And don't forget to join the post-episode brawls on Facebook, our Facebook listeners group, and on Twitter. If you're interested in best of clips, you can find us on SoundCloud. All the links are on blackpearlminute.com. It's that easy.